This is the voice of Carnage, and you are listening to Carnage Cast. Hi everyone, welcome to Carnage Cast. This week we're having the Carnage Noir update. My name's Tyler, and with me are Chuck, Griff, Gaylord, and Rod. And we're all some of the minds behind Carnage, so we wanted to let you know what's going to happen at the uh, convention this year in November. Yeah, and you are. all gave me a shifty look when I said minds. Why is that? We are the important because there's people. at least one mind at this table, <laughs> combined collectively. <laughs> collectively. All right. So, Carnage this year is November second through the fourth of 2012. For anybody listening, in years later, <laughs> at the Lake Moray Resort in Fairley, Vermont. And that's in the Upper Valley. And it's a straight shot the, up Interstate 91. Yeah, the Upper Upper Valley. The uppermost of the Upper Valley. Same place it's been for the last decade or so. Has it really been a decade? Yeah. It, it really has been a decade. Just about. Wow. Our last one at Escutney was four. So. Yeah, close four. enough for government work. <laughs> yeah, which is actually five. What? What kind of math is that? We had one in... Uh, Lebanon, West Lebanon. Oh yes, yes. And four to Scutney. Yeah, our four. Oh, we had four to Scutney, right? So our last one at Scutney was five. Thank you, Gaylord. See, there is only like half a mind here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fortunately, it's Gaylord's. This would be ten years. Ten years. It's a decade. Oh, a decade good. at Lake Moore. <laughs> it just takes us a while to get back around to where we started. Yeah. Yeah. And people are still talking Bump. about how they like this place better than a Scutney in some ways. Yes. And a few who liked Scutney better, so yeah. Yeah, you can't after, win. That's right, even <laughs> even after 10 years. You can't win and people don't let go. Uh, so No matter how much you cut the rope. But there's always a winner. <laughs> there has to be a winner. Yeah. We are going to so yeah. existence, so. That's true. We well, outlasted well, a Scutney. The, uh, the place is sort of. Some, sort of. Kind of. scarier, isn't it? I thought the lodge collapsed. No, there's the uh, Holiday Inn's running the lodge, I believe, right now. It's a hotel. Really? Yeah. It's a Holiday Inn right now. So discounts apply. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're about four months out at this point. What are are we talking about and thinking about going into Carnage Noir? What's what's on our agenda we're trying to figure out? Getting people to run games. That, that's basically where we're at right now, is we're looking for our GM. So if you're out there and you're listening to this and you want a GM, you know, go to uh, the website, which you can uh, find. CarnageCon.com. There you go. See, even I don't know where it is. But uh, It's time to get off the pot and roll the dice. We do have, but, you know, that being said, we do have some great games coming. So we have, uh, we have yeah. some of our GMs lined up. I was going to say, we, it's not like we're dead in the water here. We've oh, got no. a lot of games that are... Have, People, I mean, Absolutely. Chuck puts them on the board every night. Mm-hmm. Just about. Yeah. Yeah, but we want more so we can turn some yes. of these DMs down. More games. Yes. More games are better than... More games are better. We're and, not... And uh, what are we looking for? What, what, are, what are genres of games that we're talking about here? Board games? Board games. Well, we're looking for miniatures. Miniatures. Uh, Griff's here. You can tell us all about the miniatures and, field. Uh, role-playing games. Yes. That's my specialty. Um... CCGs, you know, if anyone wants to run a tournament, you know where I am. Mm-hmm. Well, we already have some tournaments tentatively in the books. Absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll be doing our, our EDH or uh, what are they calling it now? Uh, Engine Driven what? No, uh, it's uh, Elder Dragon Highlander, oh. which is a magic a form of magic. Um, I believe it's called something else now. I can, uh, I can never remember. But uh, It'll Fr- be in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. Absolutely. Uh, 
that'll be Friday night. Always do that. It's become a big hit at Carnage. Um, so we'll be running that again. And uh, we're looking at another L5R tournament. Legend of the Five Rings. Correct. Um, I'm not sure exactly when that will be or how that will work out, but uh, it'll either be Saturday or Sunday. And Because uh, we know there's a winter Kote shindig. There is, a, there is another big... Uh, tournament in New England that weekend, but um, I have spoken to the minds behind Legends of the Five Rings at Carnage, and uh, we're hoping to get something worked out so that we can do both, those of you that want to play that game. And I will be looking for a big magic tournament coming up. I'm not sure what type, but uh, if you have any suggestions, please let me know. Something you want to see. And how can people let you know? Info at CarnageCon.com. If you go there and uh, email me, it'll get to me. Or post it on Facebook. I check it. Yes, we have a Facebook group, which is linked to from our website. Correct. All right, so that's CCG's. Griff, what's miniatures looking like? What are, you, what are you hoping to have? What do you know you have? I don't know what I have for sure, really, right at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but that tends to be the miniatures GM's period. They wait till the last minute, and then they flood. But as far as for this year... The theme being noir um, is pretty difficult to fit historical or fantasy in. So, as always, being the field marshal, um, I accept any kind of game that's miniatures related that people would like to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you happen to be the a big fan of Napoleonics, send me a Napoleonics game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tend to not really follow whatever the theme is. Down in the miniatures room, anyway. You're, we, we sort of do our own thing. Your gang their of own Mavericks way. all striking out in different directions. Go their yeah, own way. well, we... And you know, if you've come to Carnage before, you know that we tend to cover just about every period in history with games somewhere throughout the weekend. So, Griff, I understand Centuries of Conflict is a, a regular portion of the, the minis offerings. Can you tell us more about that? Um, sure. Centuries of Conflict is technically run by Northern Conspiracy, which is a historical miniatures gaming club in the Portsmouth, New Hampshire area. Mm-hmm. Um, they play strictly historical miniatures games from all time periods. Yep. Um, they organize... Well, they, they pick one century per year. Uh, last year, I believe it was the 18th century. So that would make this year the 19th century. Mm-hmm. Um, anything in that century would be what they would offer for for historical games. Okay, so from 1801 up from to 1900. Eight, yes, from 1801 up to 1900. Um, any war, any continent, um, any conflict, mm-hmm. um, that's what they would try to offer. Now, that puts sort of a, a targeted historical bend for people that are extremely interested in that uh once once again i will say as the field marshal for carnage i accept games from whatever time period you like to run not a requirement it is not a requirement and it's not a requirement that it's a noir bend to the century (laughs) uh that's that's in question 19th century i (laughs) sherlock Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. But how many battles did he fight in? But that's what century of conflicts. That's what century of conflict is. Hmm. I just had a thought. How about some dwarf jousting? Dwarfs riding on pigs. 
Um, you know, now that you say that, Chuck, that does bring up, uh, I do know that one of our regular uh, GMs will be bringing a jousting game with the, uh, I think it's the 90 millimeter plastic figures. I, I saw it at another convention. Um, I think he can have eight players per round of tournament, maybe more. And I know at this other convention, it was a very good kid-friendly game. Mm-hmm. Fathers and sons were having a great time playing it. Mm-hmm. Joffrey so, was amused. Yeah. Um, so I know that that jousting tournament will be there. Um, if you enjoyed watching Full Metal Jousting on the History Channel, um, come give it a try with Little Toy Soldiers. So miniatures at Carnage tend to be historically focused as opposed to um, fantasy? No. Uh, we Typically there's there are more historical games. Mm-hmm. Um, that's due to our connection with Northern Conspiracy, which is a historical club. And a lot of the Battle but, Group Boston people come and, too. And the Battle Group Boston people. But, you know, actually, a lot of the Battle Group Boston people actually will run fantasy games. But it tends to be more historical, but we do have a smattering of fantasy. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of GMs that come every year that still run um, old um, TSR Battle System version 1 uh Type of games mm-hmm. with orcs and goblins and humans and knights and whatnot. And uh, we're supposed to also have a, a War Machine tournament, 40k, and probably a Warhammer Fantasy tournament as well. Yeah, this year. Uh, and actually, I, I have to deal with that a little bit and contact uh, the few people I know that are going. I have one GM that wants to try to do Flames of War tournament again. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Okay. You, you gotta have any of those cowboy games. Uh, they, I mean, they always go over big. Well, that's the kind uh, of thing where I think we've got to talk and see if, like Jennifer Paperman or one of the other people we've had before that run them. Um, now, uh, what's the, the name? The cowboy game people will be returning. Yeah, um, they have told me that they're thinking about running a gangster game to have it be in the noir the north in that the noir theme. Cool. Yep. Yeah. But, um, I suspect they will still try to run at least one session of a Western. Cool. Because they have all the stuff. So, uh. yeah. But, yeah, anybody who wants to run miniatures games, fill out the GM form on the website. Yep. Send it in. Or info at carnagecon.com will also reach Griff. Right. Now, now I, I know as a role player, and I'll run a couple games. Uh, Not just a role player, role-playing GM. Role-playing GM. I have found Carnage Noir to suck. I mean, it is <laughs> really hard to come up because it's you. You've got the hero, yep. the lone hero who goes it alone. He's and all of a sudden you got to make six people out of that. It just it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. You need sidekicks. Uh, no, I think maybe um, run it with six villains versus one hero. Oh, like one oh just reverse fat, it. Yeah. One awesome. of them's the Fat Man, one of them's Peter Laurie, and one of them's the Fen Fatal. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Awesome. I'm thinking of that. That might be the way to do it. Maybe, uh, see, I, I'm trying to think, were there six people? In? There might have been. And, um, Maltese Falcon? Yeah. Maltese Falcon. There might have been six. Yeah, between partners and henchmen and lieutenants. Yeah. And, Peter um, Laurie and Sydney Greenstreet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two cops. Yeah. There was uh, what's the her name? Fatale. Yeah, and uh, Cook, the the gunsel. 
Well, this is the first time I've thought of that. Yeah. But that there very well might be it. Now, could this be the first year you run cultists for Cthulhu instead of people yeah. against Cthulhu? Yes, it could be. <laughs> it could be. That would be great, too. Is that noir? Yeah, well, the opposite. I'm, I'm playing the bad guys. That That's okay. Yeah. Gaylord's one of our long-standing Cthulhu GMs, and every year he, he tries to do something a little bit different. The last couple of years was Puthulu, I think. Yes, yes. Call Puthulu mm-hmm. with Winnie the Pooh as the main character. He has tentacles. Yes, was he Squamous or was he Rugose? No, 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 no. Winnie the Pooh is only one bear. And is always Winnie the Pooh. Can, it transcends any shape changing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he transcends it because he does it all the time. I see. Is anyone else disturbed by this? <laughs> That's why Gaylord's at the far end of the table. Yeah, but he's between you and the exit. <laughs> I have a window. I'll be fine. <laughs> And it is darker down on this end of the table. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's shadowed. <laughs> oh. Role-playing games tend to be the ones that uh, can really benefit or not from the noir, because Gaylord's right in that noir is very much about just to be one hero at best. Yeah. If they're a hero at all, they didn't... Yes. Um, they're, they're, they're not necessarily the hero. They're the... What would you call them? They're like the... the uh, Anti-heroes? The anti-hero. The tragic hero. The flawed hero. Like yeah. a, like but a it's mercenary, hard-boiled, private eye. But it's uh, always yeah. one guy. It's yeah. the private eye. At most, he's got a partner who's died, or he yeah. hires some operatives yeah. in continental places. But noir also offers itself to uh, to some science fiction noir, like say a Blade Runner, like say a, a Deckard. But again, yeah. a, a, but a lone hero, anti hero. I mean, our role playing games supplements have a long history of taking things that are about a hero and then expanding it out to yeah. the team. They can yeah. be a team of Blade. And Runners. I think you can do that. I mean, you just have to drop it into a noir environment. Like you take the Blade Runner world and you drop. A group of investigators yeah. within it, and you get your noir that way. Yep. And that's how you basically have to work it if you're providing a good guy's theme instead of going for uh, like a Cthulhu cultist th- yeah. party. And you basically got to work it that way. And you can fit that in anywhere. You can go back to Waterdeep and uh, and search for the evil Pam somewhere in the city. <laughs> and uh, Pam is a silent stalking figure. <laughs> <laughs> Well known in the shadows, uh, lurker in the deep. <laughs> the lurker in the deep, and, and you know, and you can do it that way. It's just finding the balance that will work and still provide you uh, the environment within which you drop your party and find the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure Brad Yoni has figured this out, and will run. You know, he runs all these TV shows. Well, there's bound to be something. He's been doing the unexplained a lot. I think there's going to be some paranormal investigation happening at his table. Yeah. Which could also fit a noir-type theme. Yeah. Yeah. Semi. semi. It's not noir, kind of a pulpish. Yeah, I think a pulp is going to get a lot of action this year yeah. as its, its tropes subsume into noir-like activities. Correct. I, I would just say, though, that the, the, the noir theme is completely optional, and I know a lot of GMs are just going to barge yeah. right ahead with their, their favorite genres and properties. Yeah. I'm still doing Ghostbusters, personally. There will be no noiring involved. There will just be ghosts and the bustings thereof. But then you can kind of consider the Ghostbusters team to be working in a noir environment. A gritty puffin, whatever the big monster is there. Gritty puffins? <laughs> gritty puffins. Gritty puffins. Stay puff marshmallow, man. <laughs> there we go. Okay, I'll think about it. Empty your mind, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that never works. That never ends well. Rod, what's happening in board games? Board games usually does not 
follow along with the theme unless there are specific themed games that go along with it. Um, in this case, we're going to see, uh, hopefully, um, Android, which is a, a Blade Runner type noir pulp science fiction board game. Also detective-y. Yeah, it's very detective-y. Um, we're also going to probably see noir. We're going to go see Cargo Noir from Days of Wonder, which is a another pulp uh, mafia-based type game, crime, mm -hmm. gangster. But other than that, you know, it's going to be uh, business as usual in the board game room. Are there any upcoming releases that you've got your ear to the ground about? Something that may appear at Essen? Not really, no. Not, 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 nothing, nothing as of yet. Again, we're a little early on for that. Mm -hmm. um, we do have some recent releases that we have, that we have set up. We have some, some great GMs coming back in the board game room. Um, we're going to get some of the newer games like Lords of Waterdeep, Zongshi, and a few other Kickstarter games I'm hoping to lay my hands on. Um, nothing really from Essen yet, as we don't know exactly what's coming from Essen yet. Mm -hmm. uh, but we do have uh, some, some good GMs coming back, like uh, Carlo Gazzi, who will be running uh, a Battlestar Extravaganza this year, uh, similar to Justin Berman's Game of Thrones on Friday afternoon, where there will be multiple tables of Battlestar going on. Mm -hmm. uh, for people that just want to learn it, up to people that are experts and feel that they know exactly how a Cylon detector works. So we're going to have an expert's table and a learner's table. Uh, yeah, and probably a few in between. So, okay. Uh, hopefully, hopefully uh, you know, Carlo has been working hard to get this together. And, and I do know that he has a, another plan for a special version of Battlestar. Uh, he's keeping that secret even from me at this time. So um, we will see how that works out. Uh, hopefully he'll have a, he'll have a, a good... Uh, a good uh, turnout for that as well. How much more special can he make it? Well, yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. I'm sure knowing Carlo, it'll be great. Uh, you know, whether you're playing Cylons, trying to find humans, or or whatever it is he's got planned. Mm -hmm. um, I, I did speak about Justin Berman and his Game of Thrones, which will be back again for, I believe, uh, the eighth or ninth year. Something like that. And it's like just getting bigger. Yeah. Uh, it will be the second edition, I believe, this year, mm -hmm. uh, which is an excellent game if you haven't had a chance to try that one out. And Justin will be back again for the second year with, with uh, kids boards games on Saturday. Cool. Kids is in, what's the age range on that? Uh, the age range that, that we had last year were from about five to 10 or 11. Okay. Um, so the proto-gamers. The proto-gamers. It's totally free, so if, you, if you're coming down, you know, and you're planning to play and you're bringing your kids with you, they can stop by and play with Justin and, and some of the current staff. Um, and kids their own age. And kids their own age. It's not just Justin and other adults. Oh, no, absolutely. Kids no, are no. playing with each other. Are you it, saying the current staff isn't old enough? There's a certain maturity level that has yet to be attained, yes. They, um... Yeah, certainly kids their own age. I mean, there were about 12, 12 to 15 kids playing last year. Um, anything from King of Tokyo to some Munchkin to some of the um, uh, Lego games. Mm -hmm. So there are great games. I know that, that Justin has, has been working hard to find uh, new and good kids games. Uh, Talk Talk Woodman is one. King of Tokyo, I'm sure, will be back. There are a few other games that, that we're looking at. Uh, he's also kickstarted a game uh, that's... Goblins Drool Fairies Rule, um, which is a, looks like a great card game uh, for kids. So we're, we're looking at a, at a number of games. Um, we're hoping that game is out, actually. Mm -hmm. But we're looking at a number of, of kids' games on Saturday. I've heard whispers about Clairama make, make a reappearance. Uh, I have, I believe, second generation uh, yes. Carnage. Yeah, Gray Storm and me, right. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, Tom Dorman has been with Carnage from the beginning, and it's his daughter is now of age to run a game at, at Carnage. So 
we're hoping that she learns Clayorama and is willing to run it. And it may, it may be part of that kids, uh, kids-themed kids games on Saturday. The real rite of passage. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and we'll have our, our standard fare in, in the board game room, from Agricola to... Uh, the new the, the new Rex, which is the re, revamped Doom, um, Whiz Wars. Uh, we got a, a ton of games that are coming in, and still more to come. And again, like everybody else, if you have a, a board game you want to you want to get played, or you want to see at Carnage, info at Carnage.com, or go to the website at www.carnagecon.com. Yep. And um, and sign up there for, for GMs. I'm always looking. Yep, the game submission form is up and running. And uh, ideally, you will use it before July 31st, because we need to get our book together to mail it out to everybody. And there's right. also a form for that if you'd like to get the book. It's also on the website. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's what we're thinking and talking about at Carnage right now. We're looking forward to November. We've got other irons in the fire, talking to more GMs, lighting up the dealer's room, and um, generally getting ready for a great convention. Final thoughts, anybody, on what you're thinking about for November? I'm, I'm thinking about this um, being the bad guys in, in uh, Cine, uh, Carnage Noir. I think, I think we've hit on something here. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I thought of it just as we were talking about it, but... But... But it might be good. I think you're right. On the historical front, I believe the centuries of conflict for this year is 19th century and I also expect to see um, probably a couple of American Civil War games with it being the 150th anniversary of 1862 any 1812 games because it's the 200th anniversary believe um, I would have to say there might be a couple of people that would run something from that time frame yep I Um, I think in the board game we're gonna we're gonna look at the invasion Invasion uh, of Canada. What is that called? 1812. 1812. From Academy Games. I think it's fairly typical. Yeah. Um, Things have been rolling in slowly, uh, according to Chuck. And as we get towards the end of July, um, things will start to move much much more rapidly. And then once we get to our cutoff date, which is July 31st, so... You know, August 2nd and 3rd will be just swamped with all sorts of GM submission forms. Yep. And we'll have to go out there and hunt each one of those GMs down but, and punish them. Yeah, but we, we should also take the moment to thank all of our GMs over the years. You know, they, oh, yes. always, they always do a great job. Um, without them, we wouldn't have a convention. So, uh, you know, again. Without the GMs, the players would have nothing to do. Correct. They would just mill around blindly, bumping into things. <laughs> So swimming in the lake. In so I think we're looking good. Lots of games coming in. Lots of board games coming in. New ones, old ones. Lots of miniature games coming in. And uh, Gaylord and his new Let's Be Evil <laughs> RPGs. Every year, Gaylord finds a new spin on the good versus evil theme. Yes. All right, Chuck, Griff, Gaylord, Rod. Thank you. This has been the Carnage Noir update. To the loo. Hi. Bye. You've been listening to Carnage Cast, a production of NNEG LLC. All rights reserved. For more information, visit us at www.carnagecon.com.